Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. talking to my friends with my friend which yeah. makes me happy it's a good time yeah and it's like you know I'm a little I'm always thrilled and a little scared when we do these so yep. always to, a little nervous you know because it's like I don't know I am finding it super well I'm nervous for a couple reasons a because I want you guys to enjoy it I want you to be entertained in Absolutely. whatever possible way you know that's Vanya talking by the way yeah this is hi I'm Vanya and oh I'm my god Avril. hi I'm Vanya <laughs> and I'm Avrin Except for tonight, I'll be playing Count Dracula. Uh, 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 because it's Halloweener, everyone. Yay. But anyways, um, yeah, I just, I'm, I just get a little this tickle in my heart. <laughs> um, so for our bonus episode, because we were like, this, well. Yeah, we Avern, have to. You're, you're so smart. How did you think of this idea? I don't know. We were just recording last night yeah. and then talking about halloween because i bartend and i'm gonna have to work and how shitty that's gonna be yeah um because it's just so much it's so so much although to be honest i feel like in la the entire month of october is halloween so every shift i've worked this month has felt (laughs) full-blown like costumes yeah all of it. So there wow. you go. So um, I just a side note, everyone be nice to your bartender if you go out on Halloween. You know, this weekend, <laughs> like, because right now, so Halloween's on Thursday. That means people are going to celebrate Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they did it last weekend. I think last weekend was a big one, but yeah. I also don't see any reason to believe that they wouldn't They're gonna also stop. push it this weekend. I have So one of my first shifts in New York City when I was bartending, was and I was on Halloween, and it was... it. it when I first started at this place, it was busy, but not like insane. And it was on a Tuesday night. Okay. Yeah. So I started Tuesday nights where I worked by myself, no bar back. And the place is pretty big. You yep. kind of need a bar back. But, you know, you sweat, you make all the money, and it's like kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. And I remember my husband, I was like, dude, because uh, he was working in, um, a, he was a cook, a chef, or no, he was a cook. <laughs> I love him. He's, <laughs> he's a very good cook, but he wasn't a chef. He was a cook. So he'd be getting up super early to go bake and do all kinds of things for this, for this place he worked at. He, um, Grey Dog I love that place New York. so much. Yeah. I was like, say it, say it. Yeah, Grey Dog. <laughs> I love Grey Dog, too. And they've expanded so much since then. But anyways, I so I was like, can you please just come, you know, stay with me? I'm going to be alone. It's Halloween. Yeah, you can, if, if nothing happens, you just drink and whatever. For free, yeah. It got slammed like we're talking I think I was dressed as like a movie starlet from the 40s oh no so you were not dressed appropriately for Uh -uh. working (laughs) I had like a white dress on and like a blonde wig I am very I'm not a fair person I'm 
tan and brown eyed and brown haired, you know. Oh my and God. so, but my whole dress had like the cover. Loose. I was just like imagining a white dress behind yeah. that bar because I also worked behind that bar, yeah. so I know it's a messy place. And the truth is, is like my husband, he he doesn't know much. I mean, he he's a hustler, so he and a, he takes direction well, ladies. <laughs> so I was like, get ice, and I'm like, you know, do this. But when the so day was done, he jumped in as your barback. He did. He was my barback, and he, then he tried to make drinks. I'm like, get the out of here. <laughs> he doesn't. I mean, he's a sweetheart. You're but like, I asked you to get ice. Yeah, that was it. I'm like, what I need you to do is get, get ice, ice and go pick up those cups <laughs> and bring them here. And why don't you go ahead and put them in a dishwasher and wash right. them for me? Yeah, yeah. And then so. restock everything. So God bless all bartenders on Halloween and their barbacks. Yeah, and their yeah. barbacks. Everybody, for sure. anybody who's in that hell, just it's hard work. Be nice. Yeah. Be nice. Just be cool. Yeah. So, but I'm glad I'm here with Avrin. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloweener. It's my favorite um, thing to say. <laughs> I love that you like to say happy Halloweener. Love, you know, I love, I love it's them. It's a good one. I don't think I've actually heard that one before. <laughs> well, you haven't been around me during Halloween yet. So that's to, just not true, though. That's totally not true. Maybe I've said it, or maybe I haven't. But <laughs> or maybe we were too tipsy right. to know. Did we ever work together? No, because no, you took, I took over, over my, for you. Yeah. Yeah. When I left um, the job, it, you know, I'd worked there for nine years. It was, it's a special little bar in New York City. I know. Can we say the name? Yeah, like let's should. say it. You guys go to Tom and Jerry's Bar. Yes. It's on Elizabeth and Houston in New York City. And it is one of the best bars you will yeah. ever, ever set foot in. Yeah, I met the best people there. We love Joe Janes. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. Um, but anyways, so we um, and everyone else involved, you know. But, um, but yeah, so when I left to move to... I was moving on to a different career, they were kind of like, oh, well, you know, we, nobody leaves, and that's the sign of a good place, too. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I have this girl. I Trust me. She's amazing. She's fun, and, you know, And then obviously. I had to convince them. I know that you've only known me as someone who drinks here for yeah. several years, but I promise I'm a responsible it's employee. True. Well, you know, you never did anything terrible. But, no, I know, you know but... They, oh, being a drinker. It is so funny, there. though, when you think about, like, having to convince somebody yeah. that you aren't, like... You on the other side of the bar is different than you yeah. behind the bar. Totally. And yeah. I was like, listen, trust me, she's better than I am. So just But it was take such her. a fun place to work. So yeah, if you're yeah. in New York City, visiting, living yeah. there, whatever, go. You know to what Tom I was Jerry's. thinking? This is before we get into our um, Halloween episode. I was thinking, you know, we should do a live show. And we'll definitely do one in LA because this is where we're from right. now. Um, but I think we have so much uh, we have so many friends and like uh, yeah, things in New York. In New York. So you know, tune in. We will eventually announce our dates, but I think we should do a rom crime live show in, in New York City. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Maybe in Tom and Jerry's. Dude, oh, oh that's a great idea. That would be so we'll fun. talk to, to we'll, we'll talk, talk to, to the to, boss. Yeah, absolutely. all right. So, oh, also, yeah. just in case you're tuning in for the very first time, this is rom crime. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a true crime comedy podcast. Bonus about uh, true crimes that have some kind of a romantic element to yeah. them. Yeah. And then today we're also adding a Halloween. True element. crimes that have a romantic Halloweener ep- <laughs> element to it. Okay. I love it. All Let's right. It. Should we get into it? Yes. Why today you... we are doing the San Francisco Witch Killers. Oh, don't kill the witches. They're the best. We love witches. I do. I actually really do. I, I think of myself as a witch. You know, me too. I'm like, I feel like I, you know, I'm one with the earth and et cetera, et cetera. But these people were assholes. And their definition of witch, which I think was just somebody they didn't like. Yeah, I think they just were like, they're witches. And that excuses our behavior. But right. it did not. No. So let's get into it. Do you okay. want me to start or you want to start? Um. Okay. 
Let me see. I feel like you start. Okay, you start. Okay. So this is the story of Michael and Suzanne Bear Carson. Thank you. I I had it. I was like, it's there. It's there. It's there. I forgot my notes. So I'm flying totally blind right now. You're welcome. So this was a couple that um, loved nothing more than to do psychedelic drugs, claimed like really strong vegetarianism yeah. and yoga power. Yeah. And we're just kind of straight weirdos. Yeah. Probably because of all the drugs. Yeah, they did the ones that... Um, that really can mess you up. If you do a lot. If you and do maybe too, if you're verging on the mental illness. Yes, and most of the things that I watched or read about them, at least Suzanne, she was definitely, I think, dealing with a mental illness. And then that was... Compounded greatly by her love of LSD yeah. and marijuana and all the other kinds of... She I mean, was really into the psychedelic. Yeah. Well, I feel like marijuana is not a psychedelic, but... It's not. But I think the LSD certainly is. I've never I've never done that. Um, I've always been like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. And then I'm like, my anxiety takes over and I'm like, I think it's not a good idea for me to ever do any kind of those drugs. You know, like, oh. I'm just, because I hear that people who have, like, a happier, um, you know, sort of outlook on life are better to do to do those kind of psychedelic drugs. Sure. I am not the person. I basically just stick with my wine mm-hmm. and my shirt. I love it. I'm going to plead the fifth on whether or not I've done LSD since my mom and dad listen to this baby occasionally. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they were definitely messed up in the head. <laughs> I'm no, really sorry. They were. Mom no, it's okay. She's smart. She didn't. She's I'm living a grown today. person okay. and I'm doing just And guess fine. what? She's not trying to kill anybody. So no. We're just and talking I mean, about it. I must have a really happy outlook on life. You do. <laughs> You're a happy go lucky gal. And wait, I want to say one thing though. The guy, my, uh, Michael, mm-hmm. had a different name. Right. So he was, his name was James. Yeah. But basically, when these two characters found one another, she changed his name to Michael like the angel from the Bible who fought the devil. Oh, is that what it... I honestly tried to look it up. I'm yeah. like, what is Archangel Bible? Archangel Michael. Michael. So I think another thing that's important two. to note about these two is that... So Suzanne was looking for a soulmate, but more importantly, yeah. I think she was looking for a follower. Yeah. And Michael, James, a.k.a. Michael, was looking for God and are just looking for a, some guidance. Yes. And so it was this and what, horrible... And what, what era are we in right now? We're it's in like the, I think late the eight, like 70s? late 70s, early early 80s is when right. this all goes He's down. He's born in 1950. Mm-hmm. She's born in 1941, so she's older. Yeah, she's about 10 years older than him. So she was definitely the dominant personality. Yeah. And basically, anything she asked, they did. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, Did you just get a funny text on your yeah, watch? Yeah, because I, okay. I we we to test the sound. <laughs> it's really <laughs> embarrassing to test the sound. Uh, I often will um, compress compress it and send it to myself on my phone so I can hear it to make sure that the levels are right. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I accidentally sent it to my friend Tim. He's planning his birthday in April, and I was like, that sounds like fun. I'll, I'll go. And also, here's our test yeah, sound check. Yeah, so nothing too crazy, we said, I don't think. but And that's lucky, because sometimes I get real naughty. Yeah. So, yeah. woo, fun, fun stuff. Sorry to interrupt. But. <laughs> no, no, sorry. I, I actually totally called you out. I'm like, you're laughing at something on your phone, on your watch. Yep, I was. On your watch phone. I know. No, I'm checking the time here. Of no, course. It was Keep me on track. Let's not <laughs> no, ramble. No, no. So... 
basically, yes. yeah, these two were both married previously. Prior, right. They both have children. They he met had a young girl, right? Hmm. Um, James Michael, whatever. He had, had a daughter. He had a daughter. I believe that Suzanne had two sons. Yeah, she had two teenage sons. And um, they both get divorced, and then they find each other. Yeah. And this all happens in Arizona. Yeah, Arizona, Phoenix, right? Mm-hmm. And I will say... Or I think, was it Phoenix or was it... Oh, I think it was Phoenix. It was Phoenix, You're right. yeah. And I remember hearing that, you know, because I did a lot of research on the daughter. I'm always obsessed with, like, are the kids okay? Right. You know, like, so the daughter, you know, when he, I guess when he, he was a stay-at-home dad slash pot dealer. Right. And, you know, she remembers him being, like, a good father until... Uh, he they you know he gets divorced with his wife right like the last on. year of his yeah. marriage like he had gotten really withdrawn socially yeah, yeah. like awkward and then also very like had like, a really abusive. quick temper yeah. and couldn't really be around anybody anymore yeah. and so after about a year his wife was like I can't do this anymore and took their daughter and, and I think left. she was scared like and I think she was too he, he, he had, had like violent her yeah. and she I guess hit him back but oh, still I know right I mean, but you gotta be careful hit, ne- hitting is never good but no. As you I can had, defend yourself. I had to put my son in timeout today. I'm like, don't hit. But yeah, he needed that, a, he needed teach a major that lesson timeout. Young. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like Jesus. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, so they get divorced. The, and honestly, the the mom and the daughter are kind of on the run. I guess they move around a lot because they yeah, get, they, and they try to cut off. Feels she feels like he's really gonna off. Yeah, like he might try to come kidnap the daughter, yeah. or she just doesn't want to have any contact. So with do him. you think that um, wait, because. Were they divorced before he started seeing yes. Suzanne? Okay. Yeah, they were both divorced when they met. Um, but basically, as Suzanne's marriage was falling apart, she had become, you know, very much enmeshed in like the counterculture, the hippie culture, as they uh-huh. called it. So she was doing all kinds of psychedelic drugs, definitely having sexual relations outside of her marriage, and um, had become really, really delusional and right. had basically kind of created her own religion, which she claimed was that she had converted to Islam, but she she didn't. She just took parts of that religion that suited her delusions and created her own thing. Yeah. And so when Michael, let's start, we'll just refer to him as Michael yeah. at this point, yeah. right? Okay. Michael. So we don't, not to be too confusing. He is now Michael. He is now Michael because he has now met because Suzanne. Because she had, or did he have a dream or she had a dream that changed his name? It was her. She fully named him and also what's crazy is so her actual name was susan with like s-u-s-a-n yeah and then she had some weird trip and woke up in the morning in her house and somebody had and by somebody i mean she had but there were like red triangles drawn all over the walls with the name suzanne with a z like written on the wall and then she changed her name to suzanne with a z wow so they were suzanne and michael bear because bears were his favorite animal. Is that why? That's something I saw in a documentary. Oh, wow. Which I kind of liked. I'm like, well, he got to at least have some say in yeah, all of this. Yeah, because otherwise it kind of seems like he was following. He was. But they were definitely in love and fully obsessed with one another. So after they get together, they decide that they're going to go travel around Europe. Okay. Where they get married under the full moon at Stonehenge. Which to me is like the most witchy, witch, witch, witch thing I've ever heard, which I totally. love. I'm like, that sounds like the most amazing thing. However, place. they are just. But their, their, their manifesto, their goal is to um, eliminate witches. witches. Now, who is a witch, might you say? 
<laughs> it is basically whoever Suzanne yeah. deems a witch. Exactly. But in the manifesto, um, a couple notables are Ronald Reagan and... Johnny Carson. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's because they shared a last name with him and they were like, let's get rid of him. But actually, that's not true because I read that uh-huh. it is that their first, middle, and last names. Uh-huh. So all have six letters. So 666 <gasps> was like, that was their way of being like, they're definitely the devil or they're witches that the devil, you know, sent to earth and it's our job to rid the earth of witches. For the, what? Yeah, the lots what? and lots of drugs. Drugs, yeah. drugs, stay off drugs. some schizo and some who knows, but like. But definitely just, you know, like some broken brains. Yeah, it seems for, like it. For sure. I mean, it has to be, right, to like. To, to take it that far and to, and to also, go from leading normal lives right to be so cool about just killing somebody right but then also saying that you're a pacifist yeah and like a yogi yeah that's it the doesn't it doesn't tr- it doesn't track yeah trust i you know i've done my share of yoga and you know i have a practice in yoga and it is not about killing at all no and yeah. you can't call yourself a pacifist and be a murderer that's you know what I you like heard it here, people. On the, I'm just crime. declaring that to be a, a new fact of life. You cannot say you're a pacifist and a murderer nope. in the same breath and be it. telling the truth. You cannot do it. So, so their first murder. Yep, I'm gonna. I'm gonna let you tell a little okay, story. Okay, now. okay. So, um, they're where are they living? So they oh, come back from Europe. Yeah, they and they make their San... way to California. Yes, and so they're in San Francisco. They have a roommate because they need a roommate, and her name is Karen Barnes. And she is an actress from Georgia. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do like to say the victims' names because honoring them as people, bef- you know. And just, it's important because, yeah. you know, they, their stories are the ones that we really should be focusing on. Yeah, and they were their lives were taken from them, which is some bullshit, if you ask me. Absolutely. So they, uh, at some point, she decides that... Uh, Karen is draining her of her yogic energy and stealing her beauty. Mm-hmm. And she deems her a witch. Yes. Sounds so like she was just jealous. She is. They bludgeon her with a frying pan. And stab her. 13 times. Yeah. Which is excessive, it's I think. It's excessive. You know? I am always Well, it's like, overkill, which is a classic sign of, you know, a mind. Bananas. Like, just, well, and also just like rage, yeah. which I think... You know, you have to have kind of lost your mind yeah. to become that enraged. It's like that sound where you're like, ree, 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 What was that from? Was that from That's the birds? From Psycho. Oh, it's from Psycho. Yeah. Oh, fun. We should watch a horror movie. Yeah, I love a horror movie. I mean, an old one that doesn't make me too scared. What about Scream? That's my favorite horror movie. That's a great horror movie. <laughs> I do like that one. Also, kind of have you seen handle. The Birds? Yes, I have seen The Birds. Because that is a good one. Yeah, no, it is, and it is... Really scary. creepy, yeah. yeah. It's like, and obviously, Psycho is the scariest thing. Yeah, ever. that's true with the mother. Yeah, what does he say? Norman Bates. Norman. Oh yeah. Um. So okay. So she's the first one to go. They wrap her in a blanket, her body in a blanket, and put her downstairs in the basement. Mm-hmm. And the police, they so so they flee. Suzanne and Michael flee. Mm-hmm. The police are like, these guys are probably our prime suspects, but they can't find them because they went all the way to Oregon. Which I swear to God, I'm from the Pacific Northwest, and I'm like. Why do serial killers go to the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> it's Ugh. just there's a lot of open space. It's tr- that that's true. They're they're like for near you know pass. like finding yourself and hiding dumping out. bodies. Yeah, hiding out in some and hiding out for like almost a year, right? They, yeah, it, they they flee in March and like are they resurface in March? 
I yeah, think, basically a year like goes by. No one else, as far as we know, yeah. is killed by these two. And then they make their way to Humboldt, yep. California. They probably need some money. If, has anyone seen Murder Mountain? That no. It's a Netflix documentary about a, a mountain where they grow marijuana in Humboldt, but all these people disappear there. Oh. And the, this story, like this murder, is actually in the documentary. Really? As like one of the it's examples. On yeah, it's called Murder Mountain. Okay. It was fascinating. We'll check it out. Because it also has a lot to do with like marijuana becoming legalized and how right. that like screwed a lot of people over, but also. I don't know. Watch it. It's very, very good. Okay. So they get themselves a job working on a marijuana farm. Yeah. Trimming marijuana. And um, immediately, Michael kind of just makes an enemy of the guy whose farm it is. Is it? I think it's his farm. Oh. So bad call, man. Like, don't, don't start a thing with your boss. Yeah. Don't start some shit with him, man. Yeah. So basically... He, oh, his name is Clark Stevens. And he is basically like, you have to get out of here. Go. Don't stay on my farm anymore. Go. Suzanne tells Michael he is disrespecting them and then also says that he came on to her sexually and so that he is also a witch. She's like, you know what? I smell a witch, moments. I smell a witch. So they break into Clark Stevens' home steal his gun, and then kill him with his own gun. Yeah, and then stab him repeatedly. And then flee. No, they, there's more. They oh. Put, they, oh, that's they right. stab him, then they put kerosene on him, burn him, right. and, and then, then put manure on chicken top of Chicken feed or something. Yeah. It's like, man, yeah, chicken manure. So rude. I watched, as I was doing research, I watched the parents of him. It was really intense. The father is like sobbing and the mom is like you're okay I'm oh. like, just, just let him be upset but you know that's such an older thing right. you do right. but just, they were old at the time because the the um thing I was reading is they came up well no keep going they went for the, uh, their uh what is it they were up for parole or something like this and yeah, everyone freaked out or the bad guys oh the bad guys were they yeah. Oh, this is later. This is way after. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, sorry. So I don't want to. Oh, like, no. Obviously, they go to jail. Thank God they're caught. Right. Yeah. But, we know who they are. So they yeah. were caught. But anyways, we can get to that later. But it, it's just so emotional when you see a person, you know, like pining for their son that they lost. Yeah. It doesn't matter how old you are. And, no. You know, no one should ever lose a child. Yeah. So they and and the whole thing with like him being under the manure, they were like yeah. just really upset about that. too. Well, Because the like, way he died was just so, so cruel. So awful. And clearly these two have created some kind of, in their own brain, like a ritual of how they take witches out. Ew. Yeah. Jerks, man. They suck. Great A jerks. So then they're on the run again because they leave. And again, they're the prime suspects. So the cops are definitely wanting to at least talk to Michael and Suzanne because now they have two dead bodies. Right. And they are very strong. Basically, the roommates... For both people, both the victims are is this couple, mm-hmm. so they really want to talk to them, but they have no idea where they are. Yeah, I don't think either of them had records or anything, so right. it's not you know there's no information about like addresses or anything like that yeah. or a way to find them. So then they kind of separate actually after this. Like, I believe Michael goes to L.A. and she goes somewhere else. Really, and then they have a meetup point they're going to meet up at. But in the meantime, Michael gets arrested 
because um, he looks like the description of um, a rapist that a victim, like, like a composite sketch. Oh, yeah. So they like bring him into the police station. He has a fake ID. He actually has a gun on him when he's arrested, but they don't like fully pat him down because he'd had it like down the crotch of his pants. So when he's in the back of the cop car, he takes the gun out and like drops it on the floor so that they won't find him with it. Mm. They go in, they question him, they they get a photo of him. They take the photo to the um, victim who's in the hospital who then says, no, that's not him. And then because it's not, you know, it's another time. Also, they don't really have anything on Michael or Suzanne right. in the system. They don't really have any information. So they just release him because they don't even know that he is a person yeah. who is wanted for questioning in two murders. Do you think he'd be like shitting his pants? Because The I think whole of, time. Because I think about it like as a kid, you know, if I lied to my mom, let's just like, let's take it back a few steps from murder. Like I, you know, I don't know, took something or just ate sugar or something. Doing yeah, getting wrong. busted and my mom and, and me like fully lying to her face. I'm like sweating. Yes. You know. Your stomach hurts so bad. Exactly. It's like I'm pretty much going to poop my pants again. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) again. And we all know how that goes. Last episode, guys, (laughs) if you're interested. Um, But, you know, I I think maybe I just have like that guilt in me. I I feel like if if I had murdered a bunch of people and, you know, it might be more than two at this point, but we don't know. Right. They actually do speculate that they might be responsible for several murders in both the U.S. and from when they were in Europe. Good freaking God. But they can't prove anything, and yeah. they, these two never copped to those. It's any very of interesting. Those There's also a little fun fact that um, serial killers have gone down in the U.S., and I think I talked about this maybe once before, but they think that people, they're... You know, there's not so much flair in the serial killing. It's more like people are doing it, but they have certain jobs where they can get away with it more. Like apparently mm. like a gas attendant couldn't really be a serial killer because they don't have access to it. But, but people with different kinds of like, like perhaps a pilot or perhaps oh. a trucking driving. Person. Right, like somebody who's constantly yeah. like crossing state lines. Yeah. Also, well, That's how Bundy got away with it for so long. Was because, he a truck driver? No, no, but he oh. just was never, he was committing them in like the, those four different states. Yeah. And so they weren't immediately able to link yeah. all of those to one person. And by the way, I love truck drivers. They're the best. I know a lot, <laughs> a lot of them and I love you guys. And most of them are not serial killers. Yeah. The majority, 99% are not, but... Yeah. You know. But it's a great career to have, I guess, if yeah. you are a serial killer, I which guess. is kind of crazy. Yeah. But who knows? You know, and, and it's also people like they say warehouse managers is another one. Huh. I don't know. I just read this. We're uh, going to get in so much trouble. I We're read like this article in the Atlantic. No, it was in the Atlantic last month. So okay. that would be in, well, September. Uh-huh. So I'm not default. It's oh, the no, Atlantic. Oh, you're no. Just, you're just reiterating what you read. I'm warehouse copying managers. Copying the news. There's a couple others, but I can't remember. Anyways. I digress. Dentists. <laughs> <laughs> just in Little sh- little Shop of Horrors, which I just saw at the Pasadena Playhouse, and it was a pleasure. Oh, yes. I want to go see a musical. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. We should have yeah. gone. I should have gone with you. Oh, yeah. It was great. Great times. Um, okay. So they, so he gets released. So he's released. For the love of God. I know, right? Just That's just when you have to be ripping your hair out yeah. as the spectator of this <laughs> me. And Seriously. Vanya. I was like, what? So immediately on shift change, when the new cop comes on and is checking out his shop, you know, the car, he notices that there's a gun 
lying on the floor uh, on the back of oh, the car. Hey. So he obviously pulls it out. They figure out that Michael, who had used a fake name, and I don't remember what the name was, but he had an ID with this name on it. Let's say it was Richard. So they run the gun, like yeah. the ballistics on it, and they find out that it is a match for the gun that killed Clark Stevens. So now they know that they had the killer in the police station. That they let him go. so frustrating but, as a police person. Of course. but And they have a false name, but they also do have a photo of him. Right. So they are ramping up. Also, the manifesto had been found with the president's name. And so it actually became an even bigger deal because Secret Service and the yeah, FBI you were all notified that there was a potential threat against the current president. So there yeah. was an APB. Let's get these. I'm going to be a dumb dummy. What's an APB? All points bulletin. And what does that mean? I have no idea. <laughs> that means like everybody listen. I think God it's like it. all law enforcement, Highlight. like all levels of it. You know, state and that's federal. amazing. Which, by the way, listen to our Bonnie and Clyde episode because that didn't exist back then. And yeah. I think it's very. I just find I just find it so interesting how the law enforcement sort of like became. Because and Bonnie and Clyde will be the episode after this one, so don't yeah. think you're crazy if you're trying oh, to find it. Yeah, but Sorry. it is coming. Oh no, no, that's true. But you should listen to it because the <laughs> the creation of the FBI is something we talk about. Yep, and this is why this is our bonus episode. Yeah, this was a we decided last minute to we're like to do just, this. Yeah. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. So they are the next thing is. They're together. They now. meet back up at their yeah. special meeting place, yeah. and then they have to figure out a way to get, you know, to the next town. Or yeah, whatnot. they don't have money, so they have no money. They're hitchhiking. It's still cool to do so. <laughs> it's cool g- to do so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never cool to do so, I but know. I guess it was the norm-ish back then. Yeah. I feel like this is 1982 at this point. Have you ever hitchhiked? No, I have. What? Yeah. Anya. Okay. Sorry, mom and dad. Oh, seriously, my and parents would kill me. You know me. what's funny is we were like, we're gonna make this really short, this episode, but it's already going to <laughs> whatever. It's okay. No, I'll tell you. So my husband, then boyfriend, and I mm-hmm. oh, was in Idaho too, which Pacific Northwest. Oh my word! A freaking murderer could could have picked me up, and someone picked me up in like a tiny truck, and I just got in because I needed to only go. It was very cold. We were in college. It was we were at a. A theater festival thing. So embarrassing. <laughs> I was staying with one friend at a different hotel and about like, it was a mile down the road, his hotel, and we had gotten in this fight and he, I was a jerk and he was a jerk and mostly he was like, you love me. And I was like, no, I don't. Yeah, I was basically like, no. And then that night he danced with another girl. Oh my And God. I became enraged. Of course. So you immediately needed to hitchhike your way exactly. out of there. Yeah. And that's when I did it. And the guy was really nice. And he dropped you off safely. He dropped me off safely. And the reason I did it was probably because I had, perhaps I was two sheets. Is somebody scratching at your window? No, that's just the okay. um, the wind. Oh, sorry. I just had a moment of like, what was that? Yes, this I live in an old house. It no, makes I love noise. But yeah, so I did hitchhike. Oh, Don't do it. Don't do it. And if my children ever come and listen to this, like, you know, in yeah. years, do not do it. Especially <laughs> if you're tipsy. Good Lord. Just never, ever, ever. But I will say, when I got to his door, he I knocked, and it was like 3 a.m., which makes it even worse that I hitchhiked then. Yeah, wow. And he opened the door, and he said, I knew it would be you. Oh, so it was and like a rom And literally, from that moment on, we were never not, <laughs> not we, together. We basically, right. we're like, I'm going to marry your mom. So you hitchhiked your way into your marriage, is what I you're saying. I love you so much. <laughs> yes. Yep. But still don't hitchhike. Never. Never, ever. So they, they're hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so our, our uh, killers, our witch killers, are hitchhiking back, yes. to, back to the scene. And basically, there is a truck that is driving the opposite direction of the way that they need to go. And then for some inexplicable reason, probably because he's a nice guy and was going to pick them up because they had their thumbs out, flipped like a U-turn. And as soon as she saw the car turn, she looked to Michael and she's like, he's a witch. We have to kill him. And then he pulls over the car and they get Aww, in. Oh, and he's just a nice guy trying to help He literally turns around. Which part of me is like, why would you turn around? Just Maybe to drive strangers somewhere? I'm kidding. Yeah, I, I don't know. We love witches. So he was a good witch. Yeah. That's what we're saying. So, but this is, what, this is when these two and their broken brains are just so broken that they do quite possibly the stupidest thing anyone could ever do, which is they commit murder yeah. on the side of a very busy highway with a bunch of witnesses yeah, and uh, who immediately call the police, right. who then pursue them, and they steal the guy's car after they sh- kill him, and then they crash the car, and then they are arrested. Which is, thank the Lord. But, like, I, I feel bad for the person who picked them up because I do think back in the 70s, and 60s it was like more common to do so and absolutely most, and there were people who didn't get hurt doing it although yeah. a lot of people do get hurt yeah it's, there's a reason why you shouldn't do it yeah but also it was more of the norm but this is 1982 and part of me yeah. feels like we had maybe learned that you shouldn't hitchhike so much by then that's true but 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 truckers would do that you know because they were lonely and like right but I do know I, I, I'm not quite sure why you, he would turn around that is a little I just feel so bad because disturbing. he was being a good Samaritan and his name was oh yes John Charles Hellier yeah and he was their third and final victim yep and they were arrested where they promptly called a press conference so they called the press conference? Yeah, they called a pre- press They're conference. They're like, we need a press conference. We got we to gotta set some They literally some shit. then go in front of the press and ramble on apparently for hours about like their manifesto and how they had killed these witches in the name of their religion and all of these things. And it's crazy bananas. And everybody's like, ah, these people are fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. But then when it comes down to it and like it's going to go to trial, they immediately like withdraw or I can't think of the right word but they renege they're like no yeah. we take back our confessions because they fully confess everything like to the press they take it back and they plead not guilty so the first trial is just for Karen Barnes oh and they are both convicted of her murder and yeah. sentenced to 25 years okay good and then the second trial is for both Clark Stevens and John Charles Hellyer and they are both convicted I believe he is convicted are sentenced to another 50 years and she's another 25. So he got like 75 total and no, maybe they both got 75. I'm just saying like she was the mastermind. She's the mastermind. But I think that he technically did the murdering. So anyway, they both are going to be in jail forevers. And they're still, they're alive. They're alive and they're still in jail. Wow. But they're old now. Like she's got to be almost 80 and he's almost 70 if he was born in 50. Well, 50 is. That's my dad's age. So you're almost like 60. 69. Yeah, almost 70 years old, which means she's almost 80. And they are still in prison. So they will die in prison. Yeah. And that's the only fucking good thing about the story. Yeah. Listen, I like it. It's on theme for the Halloweener. It's got witches in it, which is not true. Because they're not real witches, and witches are beautiful, like, lovely things. And But it is creepy as hell. 
Yeah. And I will say one thing. Uh, what was I? The the daughter. You know, she the daughter of of the guy. Of Michael. Yeah. I feel like she went through a ton of you know like a ton of mental distress and PTSD because. You know, she grew up with a dad when she, when you know she was really little. He seemed he was a wonderful a dad, kind person. Yeah. yeah, and then she has to reckon with the reality that you know her her dad did these yeah. horrible things, yeah. and she has to deal with that for the rest of her life. Yeah, the mom. which means that she was also victimized. Ex- oh, for sure. You know, like the family members. I think that's something that people often don't that we always think about the family members of the victims. Yeah, but the family members of the perpetrators yeah. are also victims for sure. And they, you know, it's a stigma and something that they will have to carry with them yeah. always. She and said that's that so unfair. Her mom, her mom decided to tell her what what happened when they got convicted because she didn't want her to find out in a different way. Right. And she, and you know, she said that you know your dad is going to jail because he hurt people and he this way he won't hurt anyone else. And she said, did they die? And he's, she said, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she said, did they have a mommy? And she yeah. said, "Yeah." And they and they this like poetic thing where she talks about the mom and the daughter just crying while they're walking. It's right? just so sad. It's so sad. And I think that what we should definitely end this on is and that fucking witches are amazing because the concept of a witch was created yeah. was creative to vilify women. Exactly. And fuck that. Exactly. And I love that. Pop culturally, Halloweenery, all of the ways women have taken back <laughs> yeah. the concept of the witch and right. turned it into this beautiful, yeah. powerful, right. um, empowering exactly. concept of uh, we all want to be witches because Beautifully said. witches are the fucking best. Yeah. And we respect and love all witches. And I yeah. think that is how we should end it. End this episode. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Power to the you. witch. Also, subscribe, you guys. You know what helps. Yes, please rate, review, and subscribe if you like us. That's right. Oh, and we're on Facebook now as of Ooh, today. Yeah. So we now have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Although we have to probably. I actually haven't Twitter. put Twitter yet, but okay, I'm going to no. do it. I we're going to get Twitter. I made the JPEG for it. It was a very specific size, guys. It very, took me a little Bonnie bit. Bonnie is very talented. We're going to start, we're gonna start that. <laughs> but we love you. So yes, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram and future Twitter. Yep. And uh, subscribe. And send us emails, romcrimepodcast at gmail.com. We love suggestions or funny stories or yeah. crazy stories. And I'm going to end with tonight tip your bartenders, give yes. them love, don't be an asshole. Love you. Love you. Love you.